Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to the most innovative hunting gear and services. Here are your hosts, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, along with Richard. What's going on? Uh, not a mucho. How are you? <laughs> I thought you were about to burp. I thought well, I was trying to think of a summer song that involved not enjoying the summer, but the only one I could think of is that, uh, uh, there ain't no cure for the summertime blues. <laughs> you know? But I was like, well, I have the summertime blues, but for different reasons, so... Well, we'll try to uh, at least allevi- alleviate your symptoms a little bit uh, right now. Nice. You know, we'll be talking about hunting, right? Yes. And that's the point yes. of the podcast. As oh, we no always doubt. say, you know, list, listen along, you know, at least at the very least, hopefully for this 30 minutes or so that we thought yeah. we can kind of take you away from your <laughs> everyday oh, life. Uh, God knows. You know, <laughs> put your what, mind back out in the field. If you will. Yeah, what a turd fire. <laughs> I mean, 2020 thus far, of course, well, you, know, you know what this means, if maybe actually I didn't think about this all the suffering and the misery of 2020 maybe it'll maybe it'll lead to a limit of of, of dub every time we not i highly doubt that but uh <laughs> well, you never know nice? you never wouldn't know i mean yeah. I, uh I'm, I'm hoping that's the case uh you know I, yes i i'm needing this discussion right now uh as well because uh, uh as i texted you today Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing uh, corporate com- compliance videos and oh, uh, God. lectures, you know, the annual compliance uh, crap you got to do for your job sometimes. And oh, God, yeah. pretty much wanted to put a bullet in my head. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, about you should, four hours. Yeah. Oh, God, you should have said, I, I can't do this because it offends me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. It was oh, horrible. It was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> 2020 it reminds me of a, a a big steaming bag of Mastiff poo on fire. <laughs> just an absolute just crap show. Lots of dog poop on fire. Well, I mean, as we've said before on this podcast about 2020, yeah. this year needs an enema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's great. Oh, where's the bat? I'm giving away free money. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, anyway, that's a great movie. I really enjoy Who do you that. love? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw somewhere on YouTube that uh, they're, they've announced it or they're considering bringing Michael Keaton back for another Batman. Shut up. Uh, no, I'm serious. Yes. Oh, he's the best. I don't know if it's a rumor or something, but whatever. I mean, I saw it on there. I was like, oh, really? That'd be kind of neat. He's like 87 <laughs> now. Yeah, exactly. How much do you weigh? <laughs> oh, but 108. Oh, God. Kim Basinger is, she's probably approaching 300. No, she's still probably hot, though. <laughs> yeah. God, that would be awesome. Yeah. I definitely think he's the best Batman. Oh, no question about it. Well, I don't know. I mean, Christian Bale's Batman was was right up there, but it's different, right? It's it's more, it's more, it's more. Christian Bale's is more true to the Dark Knight, you know, the comic right. book. But Michael Keaton's was more playful and uh, subtle humor. So I mean, it's right. two different worlds, but they're both great. But I agree. Just so we grew up with Keaton, that was the best. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, actually, I I kind I started watching Batman back when it was the sixties one. You know, oh well, yeah, the Adam West one. Yeah, 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 but, the West. Yeah, but 
Yeah, I mean, I watched it every day in junior high after getting yes. from uh, from off season. But yes, <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> that was great. And I remember I used to like rummage around my house looking for like trinkets to, you know, that I throw up there and actually hold my weight. And of course, it'd be string, and I get this gigantic <laughs> rope burn because it wouldn't hold my weight, or I was too fat to hold myself. But you know how it goes. Pow! Bang! Boom! Yeah! 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 God, it's fantastic! Oh. I love it. Oh, oh man. Well, it, I, anyway, I don't think people uh, tuned in to hear us talking on, about that stuff. Maybe they yeah, about, about Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when they see the title, of, they see the title of this episode, they're going to think, "I thought I was uh, tuning in to hear about another hunting controversy." Yes, sir. And which one would that be? Well, that I think that would be entitled uh, "Hunting Pigs at Night with uh, Night Vision and/or Thermal Vision." Um, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of, well, actually, you know, I don't know that if there's, there's too much controversy. Well, okay. You know, given it's 2020, there's a lot of, again, flaming turds out there. Um, they probably have to have a problem with everything because they just have nothing else to worry about in their lives. Um, I'm sure there are people, I've, I know there are people out there that think that hunting at night, uh, A, and then B, well, okay. Actually, you got three of them. Hunting at night, uh, hunting with thermal imaging and or night vision scope because there is a difference uh and then hunting with with oh god get ready oh they are 15 uh, oh god be careful folks Civi- uh, you, you mean hunting with an, a, an assault rifle that's right the, the <laughs> black weapons oh i probably can't say <laughs> oh, yeah. that either oh, yeah god. that's right yes yeah, so this is triple whammy hey, um bwm yeah. black weapons that's matter. right that's right. They'd certainly do. So, yeah, I, I know that there are people out there that have probably got a problem with one or all three of these types of things. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of debate them and, 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 and to talk about them and, um, you know, just kind of see what we think. You know, me personally, from, from my perspective, um, I would be curious to know what is the, what is the difference uh economic wise of you know the, the damage that the pigs cause okay to farm to crops and ranches and stuff like that to the money they bring in from people out there buying all these five thousand dollar thermal scopes uh booking all these hunts with with these guides you know that may not be doing anything otherwise right mm-hmm. you know during the summer and all that kind of stuff you know i mean i i would think that the crop damage still outweighs the revenue generated by, um, you know, night hunting for pigs. But uh, I, I, I bet you the. Um, well, I would add those two together, actually, if you think about it, right? Right. Because the amount of damage the pigs do to crops, that's revenue lost. Right. And then if you were to kind of outlaw night, night vision hunting or night hunting for right. those pigs, then you'd, you'd lose that, you know, that amount of money in the economy as well. Right, right. And you'd still have even more crop damage because <laughs> right. those people yeah. aren't hunting it. Yeah, exactly. So it's a compounded that way. If if right. uh, if if someone was totally against it and say they wanted to outlaw it or whatever right. and everything, well, right. then you're talking about harming farmers even more oh, and absolutely. you know harming us because in the end, if there's less crops grown, then right. prices are higher for exactly. us to buy them. But then yeah. you're also putting people out of business, like the foot, like the outfitter you just described right. to. Maybe that's his whole business. Exactly. And, then you, and, and you're put, you know, your less money is being put into the economy of folks buying, you know, bullets and rifles and what and right. scopes and night vision right. and blah blah blah. 
to do it. So, I mean, it's well, a pretty big I'll, industry, I'll just that alone. Further, you know, you, oh, absolutely. It, it's absolutely enormous. Uh, I'll, I'll take it a step further and I'll say that, you know, with, um, you know, that rancher who we were just a uh, rancher farmer whose field getting decimated by the pigs, you know, uh, chances are they probably got a lease or some sort of financial arrangement with an outfitter. Oh, yeah. Just, they're going to shoot their, yeah. their pigs. And not only are they get, they're getting their cake and eating it too, or you know, however that thing goes. So, you know, yeah. Or if, if not with an outfitter, if not with an outfitter, just a normal hunting lease. Right? Yeah, exactly. Because maybe they wouldn't be able to charge as much for certain hunters because maybe some hunters actually want to lease with a lot of pigs so they right. can shoot oh, yeah. Oh, but if there's no pigs on their property and it's just wow. maybe limited whitetail or something, maybe they can't charge as much. I don't know. You know, there's a, a bunch of factors there that. Yeah. You know. Well, I, I know, I know that there are, there are people that will come down from, you know, like North Dakota, South Dakota, really anywhere but Texas, right. You know, except for Louisiana, Florida, uh, that, that actually come, you know, fly down to hunt hogs. And mm-hmm. that's kind of one of the options now. I mean, it used to be just, you know, blind and feeder, kind of like what we do, or driving around. But now it's ended up in this, uh, you know, helicopter hunting for pigs, which I know we've right. talked about. And, and and then that that's kind of led into uh, this whole night vision thermal scope thing for pigs, which uh, um, has really, really, really taken off. And then I think it's an extremely effective way uh, of eliminating these problems. And, and again, like we were saying you know, the, 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 the economics of the thing is, is real sound and it, it's real good. You know, the, you know, the, the outfitter is, is being paid by the client and the, the, the outfitters money goes into, ends up going to the farmer, you know, who, uh, who can, you know, potentially use that for something else. Cause his field's torn up. I mean, who knows? Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a great thing. Now getting on to the, the topic of the thermal scopes and or night vision scopes and then the ARs, you know, there, there's no secret about that. The pigs have got multiple sounders per year. Uh, and the fact that they, they are just, they are literally one of the most perfect machines nature could ever make because they're damn near indestructible. Um, they're extremely fertile. They can virtually eat anything. They can survive in virtually anything. Uh, but of course, you know, their, their breeding cycle, which again, I think, I don't know it exactly, but I know it's extremely frequent, and they're and they oh, yeah. get, and they're fertile very young. That, yeah, well, that's what I was about to say. Like one that's supposedly one that's born within the the year, within right. 365 days, right before the end of that year. So, so it's not like a you know they can start having pigs. So it's like right. an, if you don't con- kill them or control right. them, it's an exponential oh, yeah. increase oh, yeah. in population. Hence oh, yeah. the destruction yeah. of all the. You know, oh, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's 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 absolutely incredible. So, you know, I I, I think the argument of using an an, an AR fifteen, a, a semi automatic rifle, I think is definitely just. You know, the fact is is that you know you get up on the field with a bunch of hogs. Um, you know, and if your your job there is to take out those animals who are destroying those fields. And by the way, I encourage you all if you have not looked at some of these videos, go into YouTube. Uh, and check them out. I mean, you can actually see a lot of them will use the thermal scopes, and a lot of them tend to use the uh, uh, the, the white hots. Okay, so the the white, black and white is is really really hot, and you can act when they use that that tint. You can actually see the dirt flying up mm-hmm. from these pigs in there, looking for tubers and grubs and roots and all that kind of stuff. It's unbelievable. So so using a semi-automatic rifle where you can get off multiple shots 
at, at these pigs, I think is completely justified. Um, mm-hmm. you know, every pig you kill, it, it is, it is saving. It is potentially saving somebody's livelihood. Yeah. Um, I would argue, you know, you know me and uh, my opinion of government, even though I, I'm a sheeple as well and follow the rules and the laws that <laughs> there are an entirely too many, <laughs> there are entirely too many laws. And this right here, I think, is a perfect example of why uh, you know you should have you should be able to have number one fully automatic rifles, right? You know, full stop. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that the first, Second Amendment gives you that right, we won't go yeah. there. Uh, but also, yeah. this is a perfect example of why you should be able to have a true silencer. Yes, you know, I mean, because it it this just. I don't, I don't see – I mean, this is one of the greatest arguments for that. You know what I mean? It's like – especially if you watch some of those videos, like what you're talking about. Right. Yes. And you, yes, they show right. some of these fields, and there's right. literally 100 pigs out there. <laughs> you know? And these guys are shooting, and it's hilarious to watch because they end yeah. up shooting – let's say they shoot 10 of them. Right. But, but you, you're not even killing enough to prevent the population growth. Absolutely. Because not. they hear the rifle, you know, and they run. Oh, yeah. And then after they oh, run right. after that first shot, you got to be a pretty damn good shot yes. to keep hitting them. You know what yes, I mean? Yeah. Even yes, if it's like yeah. four of you shooting at them, you might not yeah. get, you know, 80 of them are going to get away. Oh, anyway. Exactly. Exactly. You know? so anyway. And he's not joking, folks, when he says 80. Some, some of these videos is just unbelievable. How many of these hogs get out into these fields at night? And I think it's primarily, it, well, they're all here in Texas, primarily. Uh, winter wheat fields, which are really important. Not only is the the wheat important for for ranchers and farmers if they've got cattle, they can put calves on, or uh, uh, young cows on there. Okay, and, and obviously it's a good protein source for them, and it helps them get them get big and strong when the when the winter's there. So the hogs are out there tearing that up. But uh, you can also harvest the wheat. You know, I know Rancho Bandito just got done doing that. You know, just got done harvesting that wheat. So obviously, if you got pigs in there tearing it up. Uh, you're 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 losing on both ends, uh, so I I think that the you know, having the thermal scopes and like you say the the uh, the suppressor is boy that's just the perfect combination. Yeah, at least a suppressor. Oh, I, I, but I, I, see, I'm advocating for number one secession, of course. But then right, when right, we do that, we do not institute bans on full silencers. Right. That's, yeah. No, that's for, that's, no. that's my lobbying uh, effort right, right now for this. Right. No, it's a good one. <laughs> Not a whole lot going on in this country that will distract people from, you know, your, your effort there. So, <laughs> right. uh, now, yeah, even though obviously I'm, I'm obviously with you, but. Hey, hold on one quick moment. Hey folks, have you ever wished that there was an easier way to find the hunting feeds, supplies, and services you need when and where you need them? If so, check out our hunter search at feedbandit.com where you can see what hunting suppliers are in your area or are on the way to your land. Don't waste any more precious time searching Google or calling around for feed, blinds, feeders, or even outfitters. Just use our targeted search for hunters, the Feed Bandit Hunter Search, over at FeedBandit.com. We'll find your feed. Um, yeah, I, I think another good argument for the, the thermal scopes is, you know, again, let's talk about the, you know, being ethical here. You know, not, you know obviously you can you can throw up a spotlight on these hogs and you know, if they're really close, get a shot. And, and then that's, that's good. Right. The, 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 the thing that I love about the thermal scope is that it's a really, it's a really, it's a safety thing. In my opinion, I, I, I think it really is. It is a safety. 
it is a safety mechanism because that thermal scope allows you to not only make a good, clean shot on these hogs, okay? Especially some of these bigger ones. I mean, if you don't hit a hog right in the ear, okay, right in the heart, and even, even sometimes in the heart and lung on the big ones, they're still going to go. They're still going to run. Mm -hmm. uh, so with the thermal scope, it allows you to take your time and pinpoint exactly where you want to put that bullet before you squeeze the trigger. But I would also argue that it is, it is for the safety of other things, so other creatures. I mean, for example, if you're shooting in a winter wheat field, uh, talk about what's in the background. You'll see it. You'll see it on these videos. You, you, you've clearly see these guys that are, are and it kind of makes me pucker because they're kind of threading the needle on some of these shots with, with some of these hogs. <laughs> You know, in between, between cows and stuff. Right, right. You know, if you've got cattle or deer, for God God forbid, a homestead in the background, you want right. to know about it. Um, when I say shoot, shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, long story, folks. Very, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside so, story, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, it's... Uh, I I think there's there there are, there are so many pros for, for using these you know, that, that type of setup than, um, than there are not using it. Um, you know, while we're here, I think we can maybe talk a little bit about the, the difference and, and, and I, I can speak about the difference because we've actually got both night vision, uh, and, uh, an actual thermal scope. My father, my father is a pigaholic. He, he absolutely loves shooting pigs and, and we'll do so until it gets too hot, which right now <laughs> it's too hot. So uh, the pigs are, are are breathing a sigh of relief, but um, oh, good! So they can have a you know couple more rounds of babies. I, oh, until, oh, until the, oh, no. <laughs> <he cools Exactly. laughs> yeah, I told him. I said, you know, Dad, your your six thousand dollar thermal scope, and all that was great. You really, you really gave him a good try. Here's a QB doll for your efforts. <laughs> but uh, I got bad news for you. In the long run, it's just not going to do anything. You know, uh, the, yeah. So, but now he he he's had both the kind of the night vision and the thermal scopes um the the night vision is is cool because obviously it's 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 night vision you know it, it kind of lights everything up and it's the the device that we had and i don't know brands or anything like that but it was a, a setup that you, you can put on any gun um and it basically covered your scope and then you have this little screen you know and it was really 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 cool because you could you could see anything and identify, you know, creatures and take a shot. And that, that, if you go to our YouTube channel, you can see some of the earlier videos I posted where my dad uh, blowing away raccoons and, and pigs and whatnot with that, that setup. <laughs> um, his problem was is that, you know, that night vision is only good out to X yards, you know, and then, then it obviously gets very difficult to see something. You know, the thermal scope, you can at least tell when something is coming. So, I mean, he, he, I mean, he, he almost kind of like a RoboCop getting up on the blind. He had his AR-25 or AR, yeah, AR-28, I don't know, it was one of the 20 numbers, uh, which was, was chambered in 7-odd-8. That thing already weighed like 15 pounds. It was really heavy. And then he puts all this tactical scope gear on there, you know. Um, and the other thing he did, he bought a FLIR, a uh, little handheld scope thing. So he would scan with his little FLIR device. That I may mean, cost him several thousand dollars, I'm sure. <laughs> he would scan with that, and then he would use his night vision when he went to shoot. Well, he eventually kind of cut out the middleman and ended up getting this $6,000 thermal scope. And let me tell you, 
That thing is absolutely incredible. Now, this may sound kind of sick, but there's 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 logic to his madness. He was he was a little, and this is something to consider. I think, you know, being that he's the owner of, of Rancho Bandito and whatnot, and he's you know the um, he's wanting to shoot all these pigs. He's wanting to naturally try to take care of the sows first before the boars. I mean, it sounds kind of sick, but it, but it is what it is, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah. How can you target the right. women and children? <laughs> Easy. Get some. <laughs> Dry even. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so he, he was concerned about not being able to see a lot of good definition with this thermal scope. Uh, and of course, once he ended up playing with it, he realized that that was not the case. Uh, so he, he can really clearly tell what's out there. And, you know, he, he can even see like, you know, sagging of the belly and all that kind of stuff. So he kind of knows who the mama's from the papas and whatnot. So um, he's absolutely loved it. We've got, we got some pretty good video on the, uh, on the on our youtube channel about it and rest assured uh, starting in october you'll be seeing a lot more uh, as uh, as he gets back after him so yeah oh uh, that's awesome yeah yeah I'd love so they're, to get... they're a lot of fun if you ever get the chance to play with one. Oh man <laughs> well and see that's the thing is you know we know the pigs are there but it just gets too dark yeah if you don't have one you know so it's like yeah eh, we go home Start drinking. Oh yeah, no. but that's. <laughs> oh yeah. If you have that, man, I could see see myself sitting out there till ten o'clock. <laughs> it it is it is a game changer for sure. The problem is that when you have female companions back at the house, it causes a little bit of anger because uh, you know, they, they don't. Oh yeah. Oh I know. I know. I know. I have uh, no problem I, eating by myself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, but <laughs> you know how this works. Oh, I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. So dad, dad kind of felt the wrath a little bit there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's yeah. And of course, he's all in the name of management, you know. And he'd be out there doing my part. I'm like, ah, good for you. God, what a, what a guy. What a guy on the front line out there protecting us from those horrible pigs eating all the corn. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, that's funny. Anyway. He's a he's a pig first responder. Oh, he really is. He really is. <laughs> So yeah, he he is loving it, and of course they're up in Colorado. And I said, now I said you should take that gun up there with you, see what those idiots feel like it or think about. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, in, in conclusion, I think that the I think that the thermal hunting, the pig hunting at night, I, I think is just yet another you know another diversified way for you know country towns and whatnot to to bring in some needed revenue, you know. Well, and I would think, you know, as with a lot, most, I would probably say most things hunting, mm -hmm. folks who are against it probably just don't understand Oh yeah, all aspects of it. You know yeah. I mean? It, yeah. You know, on one hand, you can't blame them, but on the other hand, it's like, don't, don't form an opinion until you understand the situation. Oh, exactly. Exactly. You know, so. No, you're, you're exactly right. And of course, you know, we try to preach that and all that and you know, the easier said than done because, you know, especially nowadays, I'm just, I feel like I'm a time bomb you know, about to go <laughs> off and, you know, I want to try to be understanding and not be quick to judge, but man, oh man. Well, nowadays it's hard. Not It's hard. I mean, cause oh, it's, yeah. you know, when you're typically, what I've noticed is 
I've always been a, I would, I've, I think I've always been a fairly thoughtful guy when mm-hmm. meaning thinking through something before espousing any kind of opinion about something. But now, I mean, when you see stuff going on where people are obviously totally driven in their actions by their emotions yep. and not, oh, yeah. not thinking about something, not reasoning about something. Yep. And it cuts constantly happening or you're constantly seeing it, whether it's on oh, the news God. or whatever. Yeah. Well, it almost acts as like, like it's almost like pulls me in towards like, like, like you're saying, it's like you're, you become a time bomb yourself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> in yeah. reaction to their emotional reaction. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I'll give you an example. I mean, every time, and it really, and it, I don't know that it really affects me and I don't, it, it directly at all or anything, but I no. swear every time I see a news article or I read about or I hear about another statue being torn down, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. It, the blood, oh, my yeah. blood, I mean, like you could probably see the, like the gas coming out of my ears. Oh yeah. And my oh, yeah. eyes turning red. Oh yeah. You know I mean, it oh. just drives me nuts. Oh yeah. Absolutely yeah. nuts. And like every time we go down to my uh you know my wife's uh office yeah on you know uptown dallas yeah and i can't help but but think and you know you drive down there and there's a park down there off total creek oh it, it used to be called you know uh was it lee park at arlington oh, oh god you, and it, well it was called that <laughs> you are, oh you are a racist for saying oh, that oh, oh, you know it, it's just they had this beautiful, uh, not only a statue, but they had a beautiful, uh, like a, yeah. a sign basically yep. on, you know, on like granite, you know, yep. and everything. It said Lee Park at Arlington Hall. Yep. Or, well, now all it says is there's a huge blank space in the fir- first part of that to where it, it just says Arlington Hall. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, right, and then where the statue of Robert E. Lee on, you mm-hmm. know, on, on, on Traveler mm-hmm. was is gone now, you know, right. and that was kind of the first one that really happened oh. back in when all this stuff started happening. Oh, it, it made me want to vomit. It, it just, ugh. but see, every time I see that, it's just like my blood boils oh, because yeah. of that. And then I see this all the time and it's hilarious that they're eating their own because they're going after, you know, oh. all statues. It doesn't matter oh, yeah. who they are. Oh, it it doesn't matter. It's like it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, it it it, 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 it and, and that's the thing. And it total it totally discredits everything they're trying to do. Oh yeah, that's why it, it, it's uh, it's people that are just driven by pure emotion and have nothing but air between the between the ears. Oh yeah, and it drives oh, yeah. me absolutely insane. Oh yeah, so, so how did you get me on the soapbox here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, I, if we need to find out if human meat tastes good, cause there's a lot of, coal, there <laughs> wow. is a lot of coals in this world and we could, we could make a lot of money. Well, that's true. I but just, I don't know that I'd want to eat that soylent green. I mean, yeah, that's, I, that's true. You know, they say you are what you eat. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, it just, yeah. Stupidity, stupidity and, and idiots and it's getting worse, but I think it's all. I well, I'm convinced it's all going to come back around, and and yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, they're they're going to learn, or they'll not learn, but it'll come back around. So, the truth will prevail in the end. That I know. But in other news, um, we uh, just real quickly, uh, we were going to be doing the uh, the feed bandit feed test with again uh, with our 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 friends at West Feeds in West Coma, Texas. 
and uh, we were going to do the Antler Max, uh, and then we we're going to put both two up against Double Down, which I think a lot of our listeners probably know exactly what Double Down is. It's kind of the pro team, been around a couple of years, apparently is really throwing off some really good results. So, you know, again, our intentions of this test were to, to try it two places on Rancho Bandito, one where there's uh, white tails, uh, uh, black buck antelope, and axis deer, and then put another area where there there aren't so many exotics, so we can really you know kind of tell what the you know more white tail prefer about you know which which one they like better. So uh, fortunately, unfortunately, we had a lot of that wet stuff that came down, and it was kind, it was kind of funny when I was about to go do this test, I got the trough out and everything. I checked my phone one last time before I poured the feed in there, and mind you. For those of you who have seen this, you know, the, the, the feed band trough, of course, has no roof because, you know, I'm not a carpenter. And uh, speaking of one of the legs, I mean, it, it's barely holding on. I mean, barely. <laughs> holding on so some repairs will be made, needed yeah. made. But, I mean, that night we, we got like an inch and a half of me out of nowhere. So, again, it would have turned each one of those three bags of protein compressed to get like a gigantic granola bar. So uh, <laughs> glad I did not do it. Um, so anyway, we're going to be doing that test. Uh, so this will air on Friday. So hopefully when you're listening to this, I will be in route to getting that done. So um, but we'll let it sit out there for a week, week and a half, maybe two weeks. And uh, we'll, we'll get the pictures. We'll move it. Maybe post some, post some te- teaser pics, if you will. And then we're going to move the trough to another area. And uh, we're going to see you know, what do the deer prefer. They like the antler max. They like double down. Or they like west feeds. Uh, so we'll see. And who knows? I mean, they uh, literally the sky's the limit. They can like them equally. But we're going to do that. We're going to conduct this uh, this test fairly. And uh, we're just going to count up and see what they see what they like. So awesome. Looking forward to doing that. Really enjoy doing these kinds of tests for folks. Uh, so obviously, I know we said a lot, but. If you guys are interested, please contact us. We'd be happy to do something for you. Yes, please do. Uh, you shoot us an email, uh, howdy at feedbandit.com. Let us know, and uh, we'll give you uh, some honest feedback. You know, And that's what we're here for. We're here for the, our loyal listeners and readers uh, to kind of give them our opinion on things, you know. Absolutely. You know, for what it's worth. <laughs> so. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I don't have anything else for this one. You got anything else? I think it's about it. You did the, uh, you did great, uh, last week or the last podcast on the, uh, on the outro. Would you be interested in doing it again? Oh, okay. Let's see. Not to put you on the spot. Oh, Oh, before you do it though, before you do it, I just want to direct people, uh, in the meantime, uh, we'll be talking a lot more about uh, some of these products that we're bringing on board that we want to yep. let y'all know about. Uh, we've had podcasts about them where we've interviewed some of their, uh, the, you know, the, the founders of these companies and the creators of these products. But we've mentioned we have a, a gear page on, on our website, uh, Bandit Gear and Services. Uh, we'd love for you guys, to, when you get a chance to go check it out, uh, you just go to feedbandit.com, click on the Bandit Gear and Services button. It'll take you down to that part of the page. And you can see... Uh, some of the some of the uh, the folks we've we're, uh, we brought on board, and we want to at least help you guys out. Uh, you know, if you need some of their products or their services, uh, you can find some a couple some deals on there uh, on the on those individual product pages. Uh, 
cool stuff that we really think is uh, awesome that you obviously we think you can use where well, obviously while you're out hunting out in the field yep. um yep. you know for either whether it be to help you plant food plots to help you you know cover your your face and your head while you're out there an innovative way to do that right. uh, if you want to feed quail we have a we're, we have a solution to do that you want to protect yep. your protein and your protein feeders uh, you want to be able to just map out your property and know where yep. things are and re- yep. keep records. We have a little service online uh, to do that. Uh, you want an amazing blind that'll last forever. Yeah. Or, you know, if you want, uh, you want to uh, sign up to get some uh, cool deer uh, gear every month uh, in your mailbox, you know, things like that. We're bringing on a lot of companies to do that. So please go check it out. Uh, go to feedbandit.com. You can see it on the homepage or you can just go feedbandit.com slash gear. And that'll take you right to the, to the gear page uh, where you yeah. can see some uh, really cool stuff. And uh, like I said, we'll talk about some of these more individually yep. as we do more podcasts in the future, but yep. uh, be sure to check yeah. it out. Yeah. And, and then no, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that. And something I'd like to mention is that, you know, that there's, there's a lot of folks out there that, that are, that are kind of do this, you know, and, and and I think you're fine with with what we are doing. Is that we we actually we actually use these products? Okay, these are not. This is not an attempt for us to just throw a whole bunch of stuff at you all and say, oh yeah, God, we yeah we use this, Oop-a-doo, you know, and then put it back in our locker and never use it again. You know, they, they, these are things that we've we've tried, we've used, we've talked to the people. They're good people. Uh, in most cases, a lot of them are are are, are Texans, um, and obviously we love supporting them. Um, we love supporting other people as well. Well, of course, (laughs) there's an asterisk in there, of course, but now these are good. These are good. These are good hunting products made by people who hunt for people who hunt. Uh, and, and, and especially nowadays guys and and gals, this is, this is the time to really support those folks. So, you know, again, we're, you know, you're not going to find, well, maybe a couple of years from now you'll find, you know, hundreds of items on there, but, but I, I, I think it's important to know we don't just throw things on there that, you know, we feel, Oh, we're popular. This is going to be a, this, with this, this, uh, feed bandit hoodie sure is cool. So, you know, <laughs> we're, that's, that's not what we do here. That's not what we do. We're, we're here for the, we're here for, for you all. We're here for the, the small towns that, uh, that survive off of hunting and, and the entrepreneurs in the, the hunting space. So that's what we do. That's our goal. All right. Everyone out there, have a good one and support your local feed store. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit podcast. If you like what we discuss on the show, be sure to sign up to our email list to get even more killer hunting ideas, tips, tricks, and exclusive deals on innovative hunting gear and services delivered straight to your inbox. Sign up over at feedbandit.com or simply by texting the word bandit to 33777. See you on the next one. And remember, support your local feed store.